Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. These have been unprecedented times for medical care really across the board. But for pregnant women, this was an especially difficult time to navigate. We're talking today about COVID-19, pregnancy, vaccines, effects on the baby, and so much more. Joining me is Dr. Wendy Hassan. She's the medical director of the PICU at Randall Children's Hospital. Dr. Hassan, thank you so much for being with us. As I said in that intro, you know, this is this has been a crazy time all the way across the board. But when you're pregnant, it's already stressful. You got all this stuff going on. And now then with COVID, as we're kind of rounding the corner. Before we get into some specific recommendations, I would love it if you would share your personal story of how you chose to be vaccinated before conceiving and even got boosted while you're pregnant. And you're pregnant, so everyone should know. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show, Melanie. I really appreciate it. And um, I've always felt really strongly that actions speak louder than words. And so that's why I feel really strongly about wanting to share my experience about choosing to be vaccinated before becoming pregnant and getting boosted while pregnant. So um, I currently have a three and a half year old son. And I, uh, you know, my husband and I were initially planning to have our kids really close together. And we're thinking about conceiving right before the pandemic hit. And then once the pandemic hit, I was seeing how COVID-19 was affecting pregnant women. Um, my children's hospital is actually connected with an adult hospital. And so I interact frequently with the adult ICU doctors and the adult ER. And so I was seeing with my own eyes how scary it was for these women who were coming in pregnant to have severe COVID-19. And so I said, okay, no, it's t- we need to put off our plans and um, wait until I can be vaccinated and protected before we attempt conceiving. And so I was very fortunate that I was one of the first people to be vaccinated when um, it became available in December of 2020 um, and was available to me as an ICU doctor. And so you know, even though it was a very new vaccine, I felt very, very comfortable with my choice to wait to conceive to be, until the vaccine was available because I did not want to have a pregnancy that was complicated by a COVID-19 infection. I felt a responsibility to my um, current son and to um, any future children to have as safe a pregnancy as possible. I mean, it's the same reason why, um, you know, I don't smoke during pregnancy or drink during pregnancy and you avoid certain foods. Every parent wants to have the healthiest pregnancy that they can have and have the best outcome that they can have. And so we did put off our plans to conceive by about a year and a half until that vaccine was available. Um, There's been a lot of incorrect, you know, a lot of misinformation out there about vaccines causing infertility it's just simply not true. It's been proven time and time again that not only the COVID vaccine, but all vaccines do not cause infertility. So I was not worried one single bit about that piece. And I was fortunate that once I got the COVID vaccine, I was able to conceive. And now I'm 37 weeks pregnant. And I did choose to receive my booster shot during my pregnancy. And I was very happy that that recommendation was made because we do know that 
antibodies do transfer across the placenta and can protect the baby. And so I felt like the best way to protect myself and to protect my baby for months after her delivery was to be boosted. And so I did get boosted during this pregnancy as well. Wow. I, I just thank you so much, Dr. Hassan, for really sharing that story. And as women are, are ramping back up and maybe less afraid to get pregnant now, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing. How did prenatal and postpartum care change due to the pandemic? And as I said, are we rounding the corner a little bit? What have your appointments, were they mostly tele? Did you, you know, tell us a little bit about the things that changed for you while you were pregnant during a pandemic and what you're thinking is going to happen now for women that are thinking about getting pregnant now or that are pregnant now? Yeah, so prenatal and postnatal care did change drastically, just like much of medicine did during COVID. I think the thing that has been hardest for most women has been the lack of uh, support people that have been allowed to come to appointments. And so a lot of the appointments have gone to um, telemedicine, which I think has some advantages and disadvantages. Um, sometimes it's nice to not have to go into the office for absolutely every visit. But the in-person visits, most OBGYNs were restricting the support people that you could bring with you. And so Sometimes women weren't able to bring their partners um, to visits. And if you were somebody who got you know, stressful news or a stressful diagnosis, to not have your support person with you was incredibly, incredibly difficult. So I think that was a major change for pregnant women. And then the delivery process itself also was different. Many hospitals limited the support people that they could have with you. So Oftentimes, you were only allowed to have your partner or your chosen support person and no other visitors at any time during your hospitalization to have the baby. And so for people who had um, multiple support people that they would have wanted in the room, maybe you wanted your mother there or um, your sister there or, you know, wh whoever else, um, that was very stressful to mothers to not have the support that they wanted. Some facilities weren't even allowing doulas or um, midwives or, or non, um, you know, the non-delivering provider to be present. And so there really has been a lack of support for pregnant women. And I, I do think that they have suffered in that way. I agree with you. And it's, it's nice to see that now they're allowing that support person back in, maybe even more than that. So let's talk about vaccines. Now, you just told us that you were vaccinated while you were conceiving, and then you got your booster. We've been proven that it's safe. And as you say, it can even help because it crosses the placenta. So tell us a little bit about the risk of COVID for pregnant women why it's so important to take this vaccine because while the vaccine is safe and effective and safe for baby COVID, not so much. That's right. So COVID-19 infection itself can be very severe to both pregnant women and to the fetus, the developing fetus. And so when you look at what can happen to pregnant women, even a completely healthy pregnant woman with no other comorbidities, just by virtue of being pregnant, is at higher risk of having a severe um, outcome from COVID-19 infection. There's even been some studies that show that it's estimated that women who get COVID-19 who are not vaccinated are 22 times more likely to, to even die from a COVID infection. And what we've seen is that 
pregnant women can have um, very complicated pregnancies. They can require needing to be on a breathing, you know, breathing tube and a ventilator. Um, I've seen pregnant women who've required heart-lung bypass machines for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, and, you know, being admitted to the hospital for support for their heart and their blood pressure. So it's it can be very, very scary, you know, and this is a time when a lot of these women may have other children or dependents at home um, or maybe their first pregnancy. And it's a very difficult time to experience such a severe, severe illness in a time when this should be a really happy time for women. Well, it is such a happy time, and I'm excited for you, and I loved being pregnant and loved having my babies and all. Now, what about nursing? Is it safe to get the vaccine while you're nursing or to have had the vaccine? It's got to be safer than having COVID. Absolutely. It's completely safe to be vaccinated while you are nursing. There's been studies that have looked at whether or not the vaccine itself actually crosses into breast milk. And so there were early studies that looked for, are there any signs of the mRNA or any of the vaccine components in breast milk? And those studies very clearly showed, no, the vaccine itself does not cross into breast milk and will not go to your baby through your breast milk. But what we do know is that all of the good stuff, so all of the antibodies that you make do get transferred through breast milk and go to your baby. And that is something that can be very, very protective of your baby. And I think it's really important to note that the landscape of COVID is changing very rapidly. Most communities are, if they have not already, are dropping mask mandates within the next couple of of weeks, people are going back to the office, people are traveling, people are vacationing. And so we can no longer rely on community protections to protect our babies that are too young to be vaccinated. And so one of the best things that you can do as a mother is is to be able to pass those protective antibodies to your baby through breast milk if you're able to, or if you were vaccinated during your pregnancy, to be able to pass those through the placenta because we know that those um, will stay around in the baby's bloodstream for, you know, six months or even more. So whether you're thinking about conceiving, whether you're pregnant currently or whether you're breastfeeding, the absolute safest thing to do to protect your baby is to be vaccinated. Well, not only that, you know, it wasn't too long ago that ACOG, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, recommended the vaccine. And we know that AAP certainly, you know, champions all of the vaccines that we need, both pregnant women and for our new little babies. While we're talking about vaccine and before we wrap up, what other vaccines are really important during pregnancy? Because, you know, we had this sort of twindemics, it was flu season, respiratory RSV, you know, there was all these things that were kind of coming and going around. But for pregnant women, flu, Tdap, what, what, are, what are good vaccines to get? Yeah, absolutely. All the vaccines you can get during pregnancy will help protect your baby. So certainly the influenza vaccine is recommended during pregnancy. The pertussis vaccine um, is recommended during pregnancy. And that's actually given towards the end of the pregnancy because we know that that's when antibodies are passed best to the baby. Um, and we've actually seen very similar results with the COVID vaccine. So those are the ones that are most commonly given during pregnancy. But if you aren't caught up with all of your other recommended vaccines, most of those, with the exception of live virus vaccines, can be given during pregnancy. Yeah, and I can tell parents that 
pertussis is a nasty business, even vaccinated. My son got it at about 10 years old, and it was so, so scary. Boy, I mean, that was just nasty. So if you were to give best advice to the couples listening out there and to the pregnant women listening out there about COVID-19 and vaccines and the safety and really you know, our healthiest pregnancy that we can have so that we can really have a healthy delivery and a healthy baby, what would you tell them? I would say that the science is really, really exceptionally clear on this, that vaccinating yourself against COVID-19 has been shown to be safest for you and your baby. We know that it will protect you as the mother from needing to be on oxygen or a ventilator. And we know that it prevents babies from having preterm births um, or hospitalizations themselves. There's even amazing studies um, that just came out that showed that um, the babies of mothers who were vaccinated during pregnancy, when those babies got COVID themselves within the first six months of life, they were 60% less likely to be hospitalized just from that protective effect of having antibodies go across the placenta. So we don't just know that those antibodies get pass to the baby, we know that they're actually effective in protecting your baby, which is so important. What every mother wants for their baby is for them to come out and be healthy and stay healthy and to thrive. And the best way to do that is to have the COVID vaccine. And as you pointed out, this is, you know, there's broad consensus amongst all the professional societies, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, all of those. But what I do want to say is that I sympathize with parents when they hear these, you know, all of these um, letters put together. They're kind of these faceless big giants making these recommendations. And so, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I really believe that actions speak louder than words. And so I encourage women who are pregnant or conceiving or breastfeeding to talk to the doctors that they trust. Talk to your pediatrician if your family has one. Talk to your internist, your family medicine doctor, or your OBGYN and say, I have a relationship with you and I trust you. What are you recommending? And what decisions are you making for yourself and for your family? And um, I think that having those conversations within a trusted relationship and an already established relationship can be really, really helpful for families when making these decisions. 100%. And if we, if you can't trust your pediatrician, who really are the gold standards, our pediatricians are the ones that help us to raise our kids healthy and happy and safe. And your ob those are the people that you should be asking as well. And it's great information and so, so important. Thank you so much, Dr. Hassan. And we wish you all the best with your ongoing pregnancy and delivery. May it be just a wonderful experience and you have a happy little boy and congratulations from those of us at Healthy Children and Radio MD and thanks for joining us and you're listening to Healthy Children. All of our expert guests are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics. You can listen on iTunes and TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, everywhere that podcasts are played. But we want you to listen at RadioMD.com. Share these shows if you have friends and family that are pregnant or, or conceiving, trying to get pregnant, share these shows. We're learning from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics together. I'm Melanie Cole for the AAP and Healthy Children. Thank you so much for listening and stay well.